broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Are you cold? A little bit. I don't have but a heater. I think it's my fault because I, I'm, I mean, I'm dressed like this. But you're from Chile. Yeah. It's freezing over there. I'm supposed there. to be, yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be used to this kind of weather. But not really. No. Not really. I've been to Chile once. Really? When? Um, probably 10, 5 or 10 years ago. My younger brother, Milan, his name is, he was doing a study abroad program in Chile and living with a Chilean family. That's in cool. Santiago's a big city, right? Yeah, that's a capital. Was, we went to Santiago, but he was he was a few hours away. Uh, like Viña del Mar? Like he was closer to the coast or to the no, mountain? No, I think he was near the mountain. Yeah, Near the mountain? I don't remember the city he was in, but we went to Santiago, spent some time there, and then we went and saw the family he was staying with in the school. That's cool. And yeah, it was, it was a cool place. I wanted to go to <laughs> Antarctica. Oh yeah, well, and see, yeah. see, do that kind of thing, but no one else. Wanted I want to do that trip family. too. <laughs> Have, you haven't done it? No, I went. I mean, I went to like the last uh, city that is called Punta Arenas. That is, you can see the Antarctica. You can see you it. You can see the light. You, you see and those then lights. Is it just really expensive to actually go to Antarctica? Yeah. Is that the issue? I need. I need. I think you need like the help from the army. Wow. You know that's so it's like probably ten thousand dollars or something. But I'm working in a project to do stand up in Antarctica. For the people who are on the base? Yes. That would be So I'm fun. trying to make that happen this year. What if you bombed? <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck on well, Antarctica bye, with everyone. I'll <laughs> well, be like, bye guys, yeah, forever. Yeah. You're never yeah, going to know forever. about me. <laughs> uh, you could be the first person to either kill on Antarctica or bomb. Or bomb. And I can, or or just, I can do just, stand up, not tell anyone how you did. And No, or tell everyone I killed and they never know that yeah, I bombed. <laughs> <laughs> you should film it and make a special Live at Antarctica. It works. That could be fun. Yeah, and and mm. the thing is, like the the like they have like different bases, like and uh, like I mean, Chile is here, and like France is like right here, and China is like right here. Right. So it's like you can make a world tour. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you went and performed there, would you do it just to the Chilean base, or would you do it to would they all congregate? I'll try to make more than one country, but yeah. probably it's kind of a pain in the ass. Probably you have to like deal with a lot of people. Do you think there's a rivalry and they don't all talk to each other? I think it's like, I mean, it's super weird because I, you have to have a, like a number of people there to claim that you, you, your country have a piece of Antarctica. Right. But that piece of Antarctica is shared with everyone. Right. So it's like not yours. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure it's kind of awkward. I'm sure it's like, yeah, this is like, or yeah, place, it'd be weird. Like, and I think really. there's multiple bases around Antarctica, right? Yeah. There's like a big main one, and then there's little satellite. And 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 I think maybe like you just go from like, oh, we run out of sugar, and you just like have to go <laughs> <laughs> to ask to the next one. You got to kill a bear and make sugar from their glands. I think that's the way they that's handle it. That's how they it. make sugar in yeah. Antarctica. They. Make it from polar bear glands. I don't. I'm not sure if the polar bear. Like I saw it on uh, Planet Earth. They murder polar bears. You know that's scientists. all. You know that's all fake. Planet you know, Earth. Those <laughs> actors dress as animals. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, but you saw it in Chile. Yeah. 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 Nice. Have you ever been to the brothels in Chile? Uh, I heard they have amazing brothels. I was too young when I was there. 
I yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of brothels mm -hmm. and all of that, but I remember I was working with a guy who was like really into it, and I was like <laughs> 20, and uh, I was like, of course, yeah, let's try this. Why not? I should go once at least, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, but it was I it was depressing. <laughs> I think it's. I mean, I was like, oh, I I feel so bad about all of this. I've been to the brothels in Tijuana. For oh. fun, it's like a strip club slash brothel. Also, like you're from San Diego, so that was like you know. Yeah, but the funny enough, I actually never had heard of the brothels my whole life growing up. I kind of grew up in this sweet, innocent bubble. Okay. But then I moved to LA, and a, a, few the, a few of the comedians <laughs> told me about it, and I was oh. like, I grew up there my whole life, I've never even heard of it, and then. I checked it out. I know about that. Like, I, I remember a couple of friends here also like, oh, we have to go to TJ's for a yeah, night. TJ, that's and it. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. And, I, and actually, I love Tijuana. I love Tijuana. Put the brothels aside. I think it's just fun. It's I just... perform there. Uh, there's oh, yeah? a, um, a place called Tonala. They have like a low own theater. They also have a bunch of them all over Mexico. That's pretty cool. And I didn't know a, that. It's a great place to work. And you're in Spanish. You yeah. perform there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, would you say you... Because I know you perform in English now too, right? Yeah. But yeah. which do you do more of? Uh, now I'm doing more in English. But mm -hmm. like, I mean, the last six months, I used to be like all in Spanish. Man, Fabrizio is smart. He knows two languages and does stand up in two different countries. I think it's because he takes vitamins every single day. And with that, I'm excited to announce Unlicensed Therapy, first ever sponsor, Taking Care Of. Caro's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, your health goals, and lifestyle choices. It takes only five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. Your personalized Caro subscription box gets sent right to your door every single month with your personalized daily packs. Great for a busy, on the go lifestyle. 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Find out where you're lacking with Care of's online quiz and get back on track to reaching your health goals. Give yourself an extra boost this season, whether you're looking for more energy, better sleep to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest. I personally... I'm lazy and always forget to take my vitamins. I feel guilty. My mom used to give me gummy vitamins when I was a kid. Flintstones with this. It makes it so easy. It's this little box you put in your pantry. There's 30 packs in it. You take a pack a day with breakfast whenever you feel like it. I really like it. It makes me feel better every single day. For 50% off of your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Unlicensed Therapy 50. That's Unlicensed Therapy 50 at checkout with the coupon code at TakeCareOf.com. And where have you been getting up the most at? Because um, I feel like we run in different circles. We've seen each other once at the yeah. Improv Mic, but I don't really I, see you around. I try to do, well, like everyone, everything they, they give me. Uh, sure. I, now I'm getting more stage time at the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh. But mostly, like I go, I, I go everywhere with the. I mean, I've been to Whittier, like to the east side. Yeah, just. I mean, I try to. Yeah, now I'm getting a lot of gigs in like OC, uh, Orange County. Yeah, so it's. it's yeah. I mean, I I I'm still trying to figure out the booking system. <laughs> you yeah, know, I think we all are. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm quite confused about how it works. Um, I mean, it's just. I really think it's. Getting people to get to know you. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Just people knowing who you are and they go, oh, yeah, let's book that guy. He's hes funny. He's yeah. cool. I get a lot of gigs after I do a show. It's like I get like a couple of gigs because I did a show and someone like, oh, right. you have to do my show, whatever. Right. 
Uh, but I wanna, yeah, I wanna like be more in one club. I love that people who have yeah. like one club and they go like, you know, twice right. a week. Yeah, I love that's that. That's the dream. That's right? my dream. And so, do you think you've lived here how long? Uh, two years. Two years. And do you think do you like it? Are you gonna stay for a long time? Do you plan on? I'm. Do playing? you have a plan? Are you like in five years, if I don't have a home club, I'm moving back? Like what's, no, 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 yeah. no. I think I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna stay. Uh, forever, forever. One or not? I like <laughs> uh, I no. I think it's going to stay for a long time. I think two years is not enough to even like develop. No, real, it's not. You know, no, it's sad. No. I'm happy now with the material I have, but I have, I mean, twenty minutes that I feel comfortable. That's all I have. Uh, and I and yeah, and it, it took me two years. I'm perf- trying to perform everywhere. When you came up with your English material, uh, like of your twenty minutes, would you say it's? new stuff or is it stuff you translated from your your old uh spanish stuff my first thought was i'm, I'm gonna translate some jokes i'm sure they were gonna work they yeah. bomb miserably yeah and after that i was like nope that's not the way it works you have to start from scratch and uh yeah that's what i did I, and then have you taken some of those jokes and transferred them to spanish actually there's one yeah. that i did that and it works oh that's and cool. i was like well that's interesting that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about like how much you can translate for real and how much it's like a different joke in a way because you still have to change so many things to make right. it work. Uh, All the tenses and the female and male. And I'm mostly like the we have so much words in Spanish, you know, yeah. like to explain the same thing, it takes us longer. So it yeah. changed the <laughs> it changed the joke, you yeah. know, it changed the structure of the joke so much. Uh, That's interesting. But yeah, it's very. It's, I, I I mean. Right now, I'm very like uh, interested in like this thing of like changing to one culture to another and trying to make it work. Yeah, I find it so interesting that you came because you're like, I mean, I don't know you, but I googled you, and <laughs> you know, from me. my perspective, so you, know you were like a successful entertainer in Chile. I I was doing really well. I'm making still doing a living. Really well. Yeah, making a strong living. Were you famous? Like, do people recognize you on the streets in Chile? I, I mean, in, like, I'm like in the top five biggest comedians. So you, over you could there. still walk around and be normal, but every once in a while, someone will be like, "Hey, I know you." I mean, I did a big TV show for mm-hmm. ten years, seven years, and I was like famous, famous because we how were, old are you? I was like from uh, twenty, no, nineteen to twenty-five. Okay, and we, it was a, it was kind of a, it was an SNL, but like. Poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made it for my, I mean, me. A poor country. If I was known somewhere else, I'd be like, I'll stay here forever. I'm staying here. Well, why? that's all my friends. All yeah. my friends decided to why? stay. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's why many reasons why. Why did you want to take it to the next level here in America? I think first of all is because I think you always try to find new audiences. It's kind of like a natural thing for yeah. me. Uh, so I started doing shows in Argentina, that is like the country right next to Chile, and then I started doing shows in Colombia, and then I started doing some shows in Mexico, and I was starting to like get an audience in all these countries, and uh, I was like, what's the next step? And the next step was trying in a different language, and that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting because I I still like make most of my money going there. Right. So I that's go, what pays the bills. Exactly. I go to a third world when country to take to, money to a, for a first world country. <laughs> that's that's the way I hey, make business. Whatever works. <laughs> when you go to Chile to do a show, do you have to give ten percent of that to your American manager? No. That's they good. don't know about that. 
<laughs> they do not. I hope they're not listening to yeah. this. They don't know about the money. No, I'm sure they don't want. They don't want a piece of that. They don't want pesos. You know, they don't want. It's like what? What is that? The conversion. Fake money. This is monopoly money. So how? So if you go there to pay your bills, oh, how many months out of the year are you over there? I try to do once a year a big tour. One big tour a year, and that one, one and mo- that hopefully month. gets you by here. Yeah. Must be nice, dude. That sounds tight. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun, too. I, it's fun. It's fun. Every time I go there, it's kind of like a, a weird experience of like, oh, yeah, I'm famous. You know? Mm. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah. People yeah, come to it, my shows. Was it really humbling coming here and starting basically over dude, from the beginning, going to the improv open mic? In 2017, uh, there's a big festival in Chile that is called the Viña del Mar Festival. Okay. And it's Sounds like, familiar, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 weird because it's a show kind of like Knights of the Apollo when people can boo you and destroy <laughs> okay. your life. Oh, it sounds horrible. And at the same time, it's like the Super Bowl. The whole mm-hmm. country watched this thing. And uh, I performed there, and uh, I did really well. And it was like making, I mean, good money and also like touring a lot, like big venues. I did like a kind of staple center. So mm-hmm. I was like doing big. And then next week, I was here for five people at the uh, you know <laughs> open mic at yeah. the haha club <laughs> you know like something like damn it this is but it was i mean yeah it's humbling and at the same time it's like um you're a comedian you don't care you want to try to make it work everywhere you know right and uh but I, still do you speak better english than most of your friends over there like what it's still crazy to me like english is my second language but you speak pretty good english thank you man um your friends that stayed there, do they speak as good English as you? No. Yeah, so that's part of it. You're I like, I speak English. speak English. No, yeah. but I learned how to speak English when I moved here. You didn't speak any English when you I moved? I mean, I have like a... Very, very little? Yeah. It's gotten a lot better? Yeah. So you're just... You wanted to mix it up. I, did you go through a heartbreak over there? You're like, I need to leave the country. I did, did some a, girl break your heart? <laughs> I did a, a shitty movie. That was the moment when I was like, <laughs> you know what? I hate, I hate myself. You did, you watch this movie and you're like, this is horrible. I directed and I co-directed with a friend and I... Oh, it was your movie. Yeah, yeah. It was my movie. I, I'm not in the movie, but uh, I, I was, you know... Where do you the, think it went wrong? Everything. I was just like, I don't care about anything anymore. You know? It's like, I'm not... I'm making a movie and I don't care. You know? So I was like at that point of like, I really don't care about this. Like what I'm, why I'm doing this. And uh, also, like, reminds me, like, oh, I'm a very, I mean, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm mm. not a, I can't do all this just because I'm bored. Yeah. You know? So, so you're not going to direct another movie? Probably at some point when I feel like this is good. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But I, just to, like, show myself that I can do it the right way, you know? But <laughs> I want to see it now. <laughs> you, it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix. It's Netflix? Yeah, you can watch it. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Spanish, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably put, put on subs. subtitles. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch my special, too. I have a Netflix special. That's on Netflix, too? Yeah. That's cool. I watched something on YouTube, but, yeah, it wasn't. Oh, I saw this video where you're doing a set. And there's a guy in the corner doing sign language. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The whole time, I, they made I don't know why it made me laugh so much. The guy like just having a guy doing sign language. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like I get it. You want um, deaf people to be able to enjoy yeah. stand up. First off, I don't know if they would enjoy that. Do, have you met them? I don't. Would, I don't. I didn't do they enjoy watching? Maybe they do. But then for some reason to see it on video in the corner, like that means there must have been. A big deaf audience. Actually, in that show, <laughs> I made a joke about that guy uh-huh. and tried to make him laugh. 
That was yeah. like my goal, and he left. He did that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it made me because I've seen people do that at live shows where there's someone in the corner yeah, like doing Zoom. sign language. Yeah, but I've never seen it on the actual TV special in the corner. They have the sign language guy. I mean, th- that was a TV show. I mean, it was not my show. special, but right, right, right. it was like a 45 TV minutes. Show. Yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, they have that. It's not like I, right. I decided <laughs> no, I, that. But it made me go, when I record a special, I want that I in want the corner. I want that guy. I want, I want a guy in the corner Dude, the people are going to love you. They're going to be like, doing sign this language. guy cares. Because I've never seen anyone else this do that cares. in America. I'm like, cares. I'm going to steal that idea <laughs> and bring it to my... For yours. <laughs> it wasn't my idea, so <laughs> I'm stealing it from that TV show. Are you also trying to pursue acting and all the other stuff, or are you just doing stand up right now? Like, what's your? I'm mostly your goal? writing. Writing, I, okay. I want to like, um, yeah, I, I, I want to be a writer too. Mm-hmm. That's my. I, I don't. I don't feel myself as an actor mm-hmm. that much. Uh, I, I mean, like, it's also probably hard to act here. Considering you have an accent, and yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I don't even try it. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's not like my passion. Right. I feel like a passion for acting. You know? Right. Uh, but I like writing. I want to write more. I want to. Yeah. I mean, I like radio. I like interviewing people. I like. I mean, that's probably. I mean, I want to be around comedy in that size mm-hmm. more than like being a comedy actor, probably. Yeah. Do you have a, a new girlfriend here? You have an American I have girlfriend. One. Yeah. You have yeah, one. Yeah. How'd you meet her? I meet her in Mexico. Oh, she's a Mexican. No, she's girlfriend. from Texas. She's a Texas girl. She was, she was living in Mexico. Living in Mexico, yeah. doing what? She was producing movies. Okay, so she's a. Me- we met through a my Texan shitty movie. Mexican <laughs> movie producer. Yes. You met her. You fell in love. Yep. And now is she here with you? Yeah. Uh, so you live together? Yeah. Wow. We live right here. You oh like we oh. live in the in in the canyons in Lauren Canyon. Oh wow. Like lookout over there. And how long have you been together? We've been together now, almost no yeah three years. Wow. Like a little bit more. That's great. Have you brought her back to Chile? Uh, you? <laughs> you went to Chile with me a couple of times. Yeah, she did yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So to meet my family and all of that. And then she saw people recognizing you, and, and she was she like, was attracted "What the hell? That, I like this guy. Power, yeah, he yeah. can make real money, pesos. <laughs> 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 I want some of those sweet pesos." <laughs> yeah, that's sweet, sweet pesos, dude. Do you have any issues you want to talk about with me? A- issues Anything like I can um, help you with. I know that you're. Are, yeah, that's like. I'm, the, a, I'm a therapist. I'm an expert on everything in the entire world. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, my main issue is how I can get more gigs. <laughs> more stand-up gigs? Yeah. Okay, there's. A, I can help you with that. Cool. I get a lot of stand-up gigs. Um, okay, a few different things. Uh, probably the easiest way, and but you have to put in the work, is uh, produce your own show. Okay, that's a because you 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 bring people to your show and they they like. You can do my show. It's, it's a few things. Um, you know, you run a show. First off, if you produce a show. You get to perform on that show. Yeah. So there's one more show for you to perform on. You get to book your favorite comedians and figure out how the whole process works if you haven't done it already. Figure out how to promote, get people out. That's the hardest part, probably. That's the hardest and most annoying part. Yeah. Is promoting. Yeah. Then you book other comedians you think are funny, and hopefully they watch your set while you're there and they think you're funny. And, you know, I don't do a thing where you're like, hey, I booked you, now you have to book me. A lot of people do that. People do I that. I don't do that. But you know what? It kind of just, it happens unofficially because so many other people run shows. You book someone, you don't, sometimes you don't even know they run a show or maybe you do. Yeah. And then if your show's good, they're like, well, I should probably book this guy now. 
I owe him. It's just, yeah, even, it's, it, you don't have to, you know, some people are like, I'm, I'll trade you spots. I don't do that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just kind of naturally you, happen. It happens. You don't even go in with that mindset. You're like, if, Hey, if he books me, cool. Yeah. If not, I think he's funny. I want him yeah. to do all the show anyway. And then that's how it happens. That's how it happens. So that's probably like the easiest right away. Okay. The, the other one would be to, uh, you got that blue check mark. I got the blue check Just mark. Just slide in people's DMs. Hey, would love to do your show sometime. Really? Yeah. And the blue check was going to make the magic happen? Yeah. If, if it like was this a, guy is a real guy. Like, I, I produce a shitty show in my living room. Okay. Can, if, I, do, can I do that show? Yeah, you could do <laughs> oh, it. I have to send you a DM. You have to send me a DM. <laughs> you could do it. I don't, I do it like, I haven't done it in a few months because I've been on the road, which is good, but, but I, I will get you on eventually for sure cool man when i do another one. but i get one gig if i got if i get dms from people most time i ignore them but if i see that blue check mark i go like, oh who's this guy mm. same with same with picking up girls yeah blue- i want a blue check mark just mm. so i could slide into girls dms That's with the blue check mark yeah i should do that more often a lot of people tell me like well, you have a girlfriend you, you have to use your instagram like to get more gigs but i don't know i don't i didn't know how it works till now until now yeah, you know that's it <laughs> it was like how i show my instagram to another people another thing you could do um just show up to shows be you know show up be cool be supportive hey i'm introduce yourself i'm a comedian i mean that that that's give me and like a lot of anxiety doing yeah. that like but just be there and that's just, what like, stand up comedy is for me it's just nothing but anxiety i hate going by myself i i i would love to have a a friend you have no friends no i have a friend but i would love to have a friend who just go with me to these places sure. But he don't want to be a comedian. He just want to be the friend that I'm talking with. Yeah. I'm not talking with you the rest of the people. You could do it that way. You could do it that way, and then you feel like you brought an audience member. But you could also just bring a comedian. It's not not a big deal. Yeah, you you're show right. up. That's, so there's another method. Um, and then the third method, which you do, I think a little, or at least you did, uh, just go to open mics and be funny and be cool and. That's yeah, how I get more of most of my first gigs probably. Yeah, yeah, you just show up and people get to know you and they see you enough and they go, I like that guy. Let's give him a shot. That's how it works. Yeah. Friends and family at the comedy store, you sign up every Monday at Potluck. <laughs> I did that for two years. Really? I signed up twice a week because it used to be Sunday and Monday. And now it's just Monday. Now it's just Monday, but I used to sign up Sunday and Monday almost every week. I might have missed a couple because I was out of town, but every week I was in town, I would sign up twice a week. For two years. Wow. Before they were like, okay, you could be friends and family now. And you don't have to sign up anymore. That's so cool, man. You, you, yeah. you, you're really a hardworking guy to make no. that happen. Like, I don't know. It's, I'll, I'll be it's like, not, second week, fuck these people. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's hard work or if, because it's not hard to just stand there and sign up every week. It's painful. But it is painful and it is, uh, it, you have to handle rejection and I mean, persistence. I'm not, I mean, I don't have a problem with rejection. I just like hate the time, the dead time. You know, yeah. like I hate that. It's very annoying going into a place and watching other people fulfill your dreams in a sense. <laughs> like, go to, like going to a show to support because you're going to the thing that you want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. But you don't get to do it. And I mean, and yeah. also like this is not a good feeling and, and I'm not proud of this, but like sometimes you see a comedian who's like, oh, I'm better than that. I oh, can do yeah. better. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, damn it. That's every and I'm time. I'm here. Damn it. That's yeah. Feel powerless, you 100%. know. I can make these people laugh and bring back joy, and I'm here in the bar drinking water and you know watching my phone. Yeah, but that's part of the game. Would you say that sense. American stand-up or entertainment business is a lot more competitive than 
way more. Chile, like, is, like could I, I go mean, to could I go to Chile? And am I saying the country's name right? Chile. Yeah. yeah. Can I go to Chile and start working? Uh, yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. I, I mean, I, I can help you <laughs> if you <laughs> want to try that. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, yeah. I I think well, there's one proper comedy club now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, In Santiago. Yeah, yeah. There's a. Um, do you go there? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I go to like do a lot other shows just to like you know work my material. There's open mics. Mm-hmm. They're kind of new. But it's like a small community, so you right. met everyone like right away. Right, and it's like not a, it's not here like there's like clicks, you know. Yeah, so you can here be in there's one click, thousands, and we're never gonna see each other because like they're different universe, just yeah. going around. Yeah, there's the just sun, one. you know. Yeah, there's, there's just, one, just group. one group, and you met everyone right away, and mm. even you met the, like the big names right away. They're like your friends. Yeah. You're, they're in the same bar. Yeah, at you. And are they supportive? Like, do you help younger guys? Yeah, out in Chile? I mean, I always. I try to always have like new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have a couple of guys who are like your now, friends. Yeah, they're my friends, and like I think they're like, the next generation coming after what we did with my friends in the thousands. That's cool. I should learn Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I took. If you try, don't try the Chilean Spanish. But that's the worst one. It's a harder Spanish. It's the Australian accent of you know of Spanish. <laughs> I took Spanish one three times in high school. Let's actually. Uh, Let's see how long we could go with the rest of the podcast in Spanish. Let's do it. Oh. Ari, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien. ¿Y tú? Yo estoy bien. Yo estoy muy bien. Sí. Um, ¿Cuánto tiempo llevas haciendo el podcast? How long have you been doing your podcast? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm out. That's it? That's a, that my. I had to think too hard. I mean, I give you, uh, trying but to I got translate it. to give you headaches. Yeah, it's I could. the worst That's, thing. I, I'm ever. just. I think I'm just. If I pick up something that I'm nerdy about, I could learn it. But yeah. starting a language, you know, I like, just never got into it. You, I don't know. you don't have this app. I'm just a stubborn American. <laughs> you need to learn English. You need to learn my culture. This is. I'm in America, but no. Learning Spanish would be a good thing. I should I should just every day listen to a, like a learning Spanish podcast. Maybe that's good. How do you learn English just by coming here and having to learn it? I yeah, push myself when I come here. It's like okay, fuck it, I have to learn. You it. have to learn. Yeah. It. Also, like a, yeah, I watch a lot of TV and things. I mean, there's so many things in English. You know, I'm passionate about comedy and comedies. Like, there's a lot of comedy in English. It was yeah, hard. that's true. Yeah, it's, you. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing an interview where you said you listen to uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good spell. What other issues do you have in your life besides booking shows? Um, but non comedy issues. Non comedy issues. Uh okay, let me think about Well, I'm turning thirty. Me too, I'm twenty nine. Dude, I'm twenty nine too. Yeah. When's your birthday? March sixth. September twenty second. I'm I'm gonna get there before you. Mm-hmm. So I need your help. What I supposed to what's gonna happen? Thirty's the new twenty. You you're think? still yeah, you're still young, especially as a man. If you're a girl and you're turning thirty, you're dead. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> what? they're not equal to us yet. Well, they're working on it. Probably the you know society's working on making yeah. girls equal, but right now, girls get judged more when they're thirty. Do you think a man in, in, on his thirties like still young? It's just a young especially guy. like like you said, you don't want to be an actor. You're just a comedian. You're fine. That's good about being a comedian. You know, people like age and they're like it's still funny who cares 
Yeah. You're you're an actress is like, uh. The only downside that I've found now that I'm like, I'm 29 is I was hitting on a girl recently and she said, you're too old for me. What? Because she was in college. I was per- I was performing for I was, college I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you say that. I was like, yeah. because she was 16. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah, yeah she, she was right. She was, <laughs> but but she was right. I I was too old. Yeah. And uh, but I was for like a real relationship. But I don't feel old, you know. So yeah, because you're in your brain, and I'm not... very immature. So I was doing it, and I'm like, damn. Uh, no, okay. I guess I'm getting old. If I can't hit on a 22 year old girl anymore. I remember once they thought like, ah, oh, I should change like my clothes. I should like stop wearing shirts and be like an adult. You know, and then it was like so stupid thinking that you're gonna be an adult because you're different. You're using a different wardrobe. Yeah, maybe I can't wear t-shirts anymore. You know, I was like, maybe that's the way I, I should like. Oh, I'm an adult now. I'm wearing mm-hmm. this shirt. You know. Yeah, I think you just gotta say, ah, 30. That's cool. I'm cool. I'm 30. I'm. St- you're still healthy. Yeah. You could still run. You could still. Do you still eat junk food? That's another thing I've I noticed since I, I turned I don't eat a lot 30. Of junk food. When I eat junk food now. Yeah, I know. I've, see it on my belly the next day <laughs> is there my metabolism is slowing it's down like slowing down no i okay. try to work out and like stay healthy and eat you know good food i try but it's hard are you um do you live like a rich guy or do you live a modest life i don't live a modest life but i don't live like a rich guy you live in between i think I do you live, live in a house or middle? an apartment in a house but a nice. small one. a small house with you <laughs> and your girlfriend yeah and, and a dog it. and a dog you and your girlfriend dog. oh you're a rich guy dude what that's tight. What kind of car do you drive? I get so confused. This is a true story. Well, I'm I'm driving a naughty. I- oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. See, I didn't know. I get I didn't so know confused. I was talking to a rich guy. I get so confused about. And I, I was watching a movie with Christina, like my girlfriend, the other day. And I was like, those people are rich. Be- You're not like mega rich, but for a 29 year old comedian in L. A. Nah, yeah, driving a an Audi, no, living in a house. I have a good life. I have a good that's life. That's sweet. Because I have another life. I mean, and in another you have two lives, in yeah. another planet, <laughs> somewhere. That's kind of you know? badass, though. You know? People like, don't know. People is like uh, that asshole at the open mic. And in, inside of me, I know that in my other life, in my secret life, I'm a superhero. But that's what makes you better. Because if you came here and you were treated the same way you are in South America, no, I'll be like, then it'd be hard to come up with new jokes. Everyone would laugh at all your stuff, no matter what. This way you're like genuinely still have to be funny. I was listening to uh, an interview on NPR about this guy, Gad, you know, Gad El-Madil, El-Madil, like a He's French He's the guy dude. in French, yeah, yeah. He was like the Fr- French Seinfeld. And they were like, this guy moved to America and is trying to, and he was like, and then he was like performing at Carnegie Hall next week. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, he has built in on That's exactly what I don't want. It is, inter- there's a whole group of foreigners that come here, like Eastmo. Yeah. Yeah. Does it and Francisco Ramos and yeah, but he came when he was a child. Yeah, but he still has a thick Venezuelan accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I don't know. It's just for some reason when I see someone, their second language is English, and, he's they, a good, and they're he's doing He's a very stand-up. good friend of mine. He's yeah, yeah. Very, and he's he's talking like that. He's always talking like this. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Francisco's awesome, but yeah. it's just like mind blowing to me that they would want to do an English speaking profession. Yeah, when it's their second language, was cool. I mean, it's interesting. I don't All know right. why we're doing this. We're going to give advice now okay, to cool. a couple of people who need our help because they're, no help. No they're idiots. Poor, poor guys. No, they're nice, nice people. And uh, thank you for, thank you for calling in to the show. Okay. On lessons therapy. Let's see if this works. 
I'm happy to come to a podcast and figure out that I'm rich. You know, I, you're rich too. You know, I was like, yeah, I have ten thousand dollars, and that's pretty good for a for I think a comedian. I lo- your place is great. Thank you. You have a good place, and you live by yourself. But I Airbnb, when I le- when I leave town to do stand up, I Airbnb the apartment. That's good. I rent it out. I, that's not. That doesn't mean that you're you're struggling. No, I'm fine. I'm lucky too. You're you're doing great. I'm lucky too. We're doing great. We're doing great. By the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would like to. I would like a little security. You know what I mean? Like Everyone. I'm doing great. But if I lost a limb, you're done. You're, I'm yeah, done. But that's because like healthcare is so shitty. You know what I would argue is even more important than having health care for a country or health insurance? Having a healthy diet. Which brings me to our second sponsor ever on unlicensed therapy, HelloFresh. HelloFresh does all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so you can focus on a healthier you and happier family. Get seasonal, simple recipes, and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week. Three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your tastes change. Get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. I have been using HelloFresh for a week now. And I've tried the meatloaf and the honey chicken so far. Both were delicious. Both were incredible. And I'm excited to try the third recipe I got, which is some sort of turkey dish. What's also cool about this is I would never have cooked these things. I don't know how, but they taught me how and they included everything I needed. And the meatloaf, I think, was my favorite meatloaf I've ever had. It was amazing, and I hope I get sent that one again. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com backslash unlicensed therapy 80 or enter unlicensed therapy 80 as your coupon code. Again, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com backslash unlicensed therapy 80 or enter unlicensed therapy 80 as your coupon code. It's like receiving eight meals for free or you get $20 off your first four boxes. Highly recommend it. Support them. Support me. Let's get back to Fabrizio and I taking some calls. This first call is from Aaron Kubin. Okay. For as far back as my early 20s, I've been saving to try and uh, save up enough money for a down payment on a home, and I finally did it. And is this a prank? Is that Steve Carell? Yeah, it sounds like Steve Carell. Now, it, 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 it sounds like Steve Carell. Also, like it doesn't sound like the age he's saying he had. He didn't say it. Did he, he said since the age of twenty six. Oh, okay, let's try it. Let's let's just listen to the whole thing. If this is a prank, <laughs> if this is Steve Carell, I'm gonna be upset. I I might edit this out. For as far back as my early twenties, I've been saving to try and uh, save up enough money for a down payment on a home, and I finally did it. And my wife and I bought this beautiful house. Uh, everything is great. I have a wonderful marriage, a beautiful wife. Now this house that we're living in, uh, got our furniture and everything is great. But the one thing that has been giving me a little bit of trouble is trying to figure out what's next. Once that achievement is done, everybody says, okay, we'll just go on to the next one. Okay, that's fine. But in Los Angeles, that's quite a feat. And I'm just having difficulty trying to figure out how do you top that? Do you need to top that? Thanks. I think it's just a guy who sounds like Steve Carell. Sounds like Steve Carell, but he's not. No, no, because this is not a Steve Carell problem, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Steve Carell buys many houses. Like, oh yeah, I don't know what to do. (laughs) But also, like, 
That's not a real problem either. That's like no. your problem. Yeah, I know. You, you bought a house and now you don't know what to do. And buying a second house is too hard. It's like... This is the rich people problem episode. Yeah. Special uh, of the podcast. Yeah, dude. It's like... No, that's not a real problem. That's not a real problem no. at all. You need a challenge in your life? I don't know. Start a new hobby. Learn no, how to crochet. The, the problem with these people yeah. is they start doing uh, triathlons. Then yeah. like, I need a new thing. And then like... Sure, fine. Do that. And start swimming. Or like, you know, it's like <laughs> climbing. Like, you need a new, like a new goal, like a new thing. Just help the others, man. Just help I the like others. I like that. Yeah. Quit worrying about your body and your triathlon. Go do community service and charity. Yeah, just start Spread helping. that wealth. Help someone else get a house. You have your house. I want a house. Just give a house to Ari. What's the yeah. problem? I want my own house. Damn it. And I want you to pay for it, selfish, Steve. Selfish Carrell. piece of shit. Yeah. This next call is from Abby Ramsey. Abby Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. Okay. Abby. I am dreading going home for the holidays because my family has nothing better to do than constantly say mean things to me and I don't know how to stand up for myself or get them to stop. And it always makes being how with my family nothing so but miserable and I could really use some help. Okay, this you don't know how girl, to stand up for yourself? This little girl, she don't want to like deal with her parents. Welcome you could call and say, world. yeah, it's like grow up, dude. Either st- if they're paying your bills, then fine. Then you're a little girl, I guess, and you got to sit there and take it. But if you're an independent adult and you don't like the way your family's treating you, then you don't go see your family. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, you don't. This is a thing. Probably people don't say that very often. You don't have to love your family. No. People like assume that you have to love these people, but sometimes they're jerks. Sometimes they're ass. I was yeah. watching this documentary called uh, "Kidnap on Plainside." Oh, I saw that. Dude, the family, we're a bunch of jerks. Is that the way you felt? I actually thought they seemed nice. They were just yeah. idiots, I guess. Yeah, well, Because they mean, let some creep just molest their daughter. Yeah, and they like, they bring him back. I mean, and then like, let him go. I mean, you're like, you yeah, have to just, love those people. You have to they, they needed to take more, they needed to be more disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, it seemed like they just let everything kind of. Like, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. well, this happened. Oh, like, he's calling. Oh, yeah, you're in Mexico with this guy? Okay, well, uh, come back. We love you. We come love back. You, please. And then, I don't know if you remember this. The, in, I mean, no one's going to get this. If you haven't seen the movie, it's pretty crazy. But Hiding in Plain Sight, the guy who molests their daughter ends up hooking up with both of them, too. Yeah. He fucks the husband and the wife. Dude, he has an affair with both of them. He masturbated this guy. The the dad masturbated this guy. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of like the dude of the fire Festival <laughs> about <laughs> to give a blowjob. Why does all these documentaries have one scene of a guy be like, I had to do it, you know? I yeah, like, he I, said. I, <laughs> <laughs> he said, get up there and okay, do well, it. So let's, Why not? I did yeah. it. Next call. Um, but I don't like both these calls. It's like, send, call in with a real problem or don't call in. I don't this need sounds, it. This sounds fake. Yeah. This is um, Abdullah Kawi. Abdullah Kawi. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to say the same name with Abdullah Kawi here. I'm a long-time <laughs> listener, but a first-time caller. And I was just uh, wondering if someone could give me a little advice on... Sounds like a prank, I too. But we'll I don't feel so alone in this city. Uh, I just moved here a couple of months back, and I'm still feeling just as brand new. Never said what city. And like an outsider, 
like it was day one. I've got a job. I've got coworkers. It's awesome. I even moved out here with a person I know. But I can't seem to shake the feeling of feeling alone. Hmm. Maybe join like meetup.com. Um, so he's, uh, he's feeling alone. Maybe what is not helping is the voice he's using on his phone calls. Yeah, is that his real voice? <laughs> Maybe your friends are not, you know, engaging. What do you think his race like, was? Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. What do you think the color of his skin I was? I think he's Asian. Really? Uh, or probably Polynesian. I was thinking I black guy. Know. I don't know. Really? I think he's a black guy. You think he's a black dude? Yeah, Saying yeah. like, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, I can't do the impression. You shouldn't. <laughs> and the name Abdullah. What kind of name is that? Abdullah, I think, is a more Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern? I think. I I'm, guess he could I'm, be Middle Eastern. Could be a Middle Eastern dude. He also sounded, um, you know, I'm no expert. Could have been a closeted homosexual. Mm. As well, it sounded like he was hiding his homosexuality. Do you think he was like the dad of the, the this documentary? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think maybe he needs to start out there, get out there, and start meeting men. I mean, if he if he's like, hey, I'm gay, I'm, he's gonna make so many friends. That's right. Immediately, there's if no you more come friendly people in gays publicly. You'll make tons of friends just from that alone. Tons of friends. Support people come out and support you. We're in, it's a good time for that. Yeah, I think a good place. I don't know where you are, but. Well, if you're in, you're LA, in LA, it's a great place do, to be gay. Do it, even if you're not gay. Just do I it for the friends. It. I th- yeah, I thought about coming out just to meet meet guys, meet cool guys. Just just to have friends. Just to make more friends, yeah. Be accepted by a community. Okay. Just be part of something. That's cool. There's like a movement, you know. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. They they like fighting for something, and they like the se- the parties get, are great. They have a parade, yeah. And their music, they have the best music. I see that parade every year. It's like I want to get involved. You can get involved anyway. I guess. Let's take one more, cause I still don't, I don't like that call either. <laughs> You're not happy with your caller today. Yeah. Alexander Rees. Alexander Rees. I could really use some advice on my career. I'm trying to go for something that's really difficult. What? And having to work other jobs while improving my skills Crime in my chosen field is really a lot of pressure to deal with. You're a bitch, dude. But he have to say the things he's... You know, he's like, I have this yeah, job. He, he, this I'm mystery trying to do career. this. Yeah, what are you pursuing? I'm going to assume it's entertainment business because you sound like a douche. But... Uh, <laughs> but which side? He want to be a, a, a great dancer? But it's like, yeah, if you're pursuing a competitive job and you have to have another job to support yourself, sorry, dude. That's, that's the world we live in. That's life, man. That's life. That's life. You either, you either have what it takes and you work, put the work in, or you don't, or you have to work a second job. That's most people in this city. And uh, you, you have to like work the second job, but at the same time, growing your the other job to yeah. like make more money than your. Maybe first you have job. to live in poverty for a little bit. Maybe you work part time, and you get a roommate. Maybe you share a bedroom with someone with another man. With the Nothing guy from the that. other Funkle, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> you meet up with the closet homosexual from earlier. And you guys live together. And you share a mm-hmm. You never, like, you just make eye contact in the morning and then at night. I feel like I've been mean to all the callers today, but at the same time, it's like, those aren't, those aren't real problems. No, man. No. Those aren't, that's nothing. I, that's, I mean, they are. They're real problems to them, but... 
Those are the problems like you have to keep to yourself. Do you mm. ever have like a phone call is like a real problem? Like, yeah, yeah. Like one time, someone talked about being in an abusive relationship. That's and, a real problem. Or one time talked about how like her daughter won't be in her life, and yeah, like real things. That's painful. That's sad. Not like, these. I guess today is just white people problems. Yeah, sometimes That's they go to the is. supermarket and it's too expensive. Or I mean, not white people problems, rich people problems. Rich people problems. Proper. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, in, like in general, like you want people to follow you somewhere? Yeah, you can follow me at Fabrizio Capano. Fabrizio Capano. And you can check my Netflix special. Oh yeah, Netflix special. It's in Spanish, but you have subs, so you Subtitles, can watch it. Subtitles, maybe you can still enjoy it. And you can learn. You don't want to plug that movie you directed? No. <laughs> Probably like Netflix going to like, if you like this, you also have to watch this. What about uh, anything? Are you working on any projects now? I'm working on a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you could share is still under wraps. I mean, it's, I hate to share and then it's like it didn't happen. So I prefer to wait. Keep it under wraps. But you can follow me on my social media and you, you will see. You'll see it You'll come see out. You'll see it, how things. Mm-hmm. And come to Ari's apartment show. Follow me for that, and then you'll see Fabrizio performing in my living room. You'll get to see this studio. You'll you'll see it all. It's open to the public. There's a tour? There's a tour? I guess not an official tour, but if you buy a ticket to the apartment show, I let strangers in. I let strangers come. To my That's where I do my the stand-up show in my living room. I like I like your place. I think yeah. yeah it, it was, there was like a little stage. That was the yeah yeah cool. So man. I, once once every other month, I have strangers come in. It's called Ari's apartment show. It's a lot of fun. I've had a lot of great comedians come perform there. The other thing I wanted to continue to promote is bears don't like candy. If you have a child ages one to four years old and you live in bear country, this is the book for you. This is uh it teaches you know. The lesson that every kid needs to learn, which is don't go into the forest with candy and don't go into the forest without asking your parents for permission first. And I think, you know what, it's it's meant for kids one to four in bear country, but any kid one to four, I think, could still enjoy the book. Yep. But if especially if, if you live in bear country, it's a must for the safety of your children. And if I could just how, how I came up with this book is a good story. I was in Canada, in okay. Vancouver and Bear Country, and I met this family and recently, right before I got there, their kid was mauled to death by a bear. Oh no. Yeah, he went into the forest and a grizzly bear ripped this kid this is, wide open. Like this this is a true story. This happened. One hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, I would yeah, No, you just true. couldn't lie about it. Why something. would I yeah, yeah. that would be like a kid a kid was lifted up by a grizzly bear ripped open dead mm. the family was devastated it was very sad made so that, local that's your, your and work. i, I said to, to myself help. like what can i do to prevent this instead of being like i don't care you're like you engage and you try to make it better i engage i mean this family was so nice they they bought me a cup of coffee they were just really nice people okay and I was how like, long well, you share with like you stay in the house for a couple no. hours you watch the pictures with them of the kid and you I, honestly it was a 10 minute conversation they don't even know that they inspired this they, should, they don't know yet. They don't know yet. But I said to myself, if I could save one kid's life, then this will all be worth it. Mm. If I could save one, if I could prevent one other yeah. kid from getting mauled to death by a grizzly bear in Canada or anywhere, then I did my part. I think this story is 
it's not real. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. What, why I, don't you think that's real? I I didn't give. I mean, it was like that phone call. Of the guy who sh- didn't share the name of this, like his job. So you need to share like more info about this family. It sounds like just a, well, you know, I want to respect their privacy mm. and stuff as well. Like I don't know how public they want it out there because you know, in all honesty, they weren't very good parents by letting their kid run around you in the forest, were, yeah, with candy, right? Um, but. But I feel bad for them. I know that they, they didn't kill their kid on purpose, mm. but they did. These parents were kind of like that Netflix movie, <laughs> and they were just kind of too. Did the dad also masturbate the bear? He could have. <laughs> yeah. They were just. It's like you got to have. Listen, my parents were too strict, but you you can't let your kid go in the forest with a bag of candy. No, that's Bear Country One Hundred One. Yep. And but also you might have a rebellious kid, and you may say, "Hey, you can't do that." But they sneak out and, and they do it. And if you want to do that specifically, because you tell them yeah, like not exactly. to do it. Exactly. So you you give them this book, and it's from you know kids need to hear that from an early age from an outside source. So yeah. if, if they if you do this and it saves one life, call in. Let let me know. Tell me about reading this to your your kid. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Anything else you want to say to the world? Thank you for having me. It was yeah. fun. It was a fun podcast. Thanks. I like this place. Thanks. You're welcome. Anytime you want to just come sit in here. I'll do it. You're welcome. Maybe I'll stay here. Mm-hmm. Bring the Audi. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's all, it's all, it was all a lie. I don't have an you Audi. You don't have an Audi? No, I have an Audi. Right, but well, I'm renting it. You're leasing it. Leasing it. That's the name of it. That's tight. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thank you.